You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 337, The Practical Side of Vision. Have you ever asked yourself or have you ever wondered what it is that sets leaders apart from other people? I mean, obviously their, their position um, is, is something that sets them apart. They're in a position for a reason. But what is it uh, on a personal level? What are the skills that they have? The, the attributes that really sets them apart. Uh, maybe you've had this happen to you. You know, you take a question to your boss or an issue to your boss or a challenge to your boss or even we could call it a problem. You take it to your boss and they immediately are thinking so much further down the road than you are. It's just the way they're wired. Uh, I heard somebody say in a, in a leadership training session one time, and it really impacted me, said, leaders see what others do not. Leaders see what others do not. So in that situation where you've taken that thing to your boss and they're immediately thinking so far ahead of you, that's an indication of their vision. And obviously we think of of visionary leaders are those who are able to see much further down the road and predict trends and um, you know, almost predict the future, and also how they can uh, uh, lay out a plan for their organization. I think that's one of the things that visionary leaders really have to do is lay out um, a, a map, if you will, for, for the organization on where they see that organization going over the next six months, year, two years, five years, ten years, etc. But you know, the abilities, the, the, the leader's ability to see further and to see more clearly around them is often the thing that differentiates them. When things, um, you know, are devolving into a crisis, when things are falling apart, the leader becomes very focused and very clear and uh, really is able to see what's going on around them much clearer than other people. Um, so, you know, what about what about other things? What is it that leaders see? So I'm going to focus on that. We're going to look at three things, and then we're going to look at some applications that we can use. The first thing that leaders see is they see the big picture. They see the big picture. Now, this may seem obvious, but there really does have to be someone in the organization who who views the, the macro picture, the big picture. How, do, how does each part of the organization fit together? What's going on in each department? Now, obviously, the CEO and the senior pastor, the president of the company, they're not going to know every single thing that's going on within the organization once it gets past a certain size, but they're going to have a pretty good idea. Um, the, the effective leader should not be that person who gets surprised when someone brings them some bad news or brings them some challenges. They should have their finger on the pulse knowing what's going on, and they're not taken by surprise at what's going on. 
But, you know, this is not just the head of the organization who has this this big picture, has this view of the big picture. Um, it can really be every leader within the organization, the department head. Um, you know, the, the, the department head needs to see the big picture for their department. Where is their department going? What resources are they going to need later in the year? What resources are they going to need next year? Uh, how many more people are they, gonna, are they going to need to continue to grow? What would it take to um, increase the growth? So, so that doesn't come by accident. That comes by a leader um, who, who's over that department, who's got a view of the big picture and knows what is needed to grow. Even down to a, a shift supervisor or a, uh, a leader who's got um, you know, responsibility over maybe fewer people. Again, having the big picture on how their squad, how their unit, how their team fits into the organization is very, very important. So leaders need to see the big picture and they need to train the leaders around them on how to see the big picture as well. Go away. We'll be right back. I just wanted to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. This is the updated version of my leadership book. Uh, we deal with, obviously, with leadership. We deal with management. We deal with supervision. Uh, we talk about how to set goals. We talk about time management and so many other things. I really encourage you to check this book out. Each chapter is relatively short, just a few pages and is immediately actionable. There's some, some thought-provoking questions at the end, some exercises that you can do to put the particular lesson into action. So check out Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. Make a great Christmas present for somebody on your list, and I know that you would enjoy it as well. <clears throat> All right, so we just talked about leaders see the big picture. But another thing that leaders see... And, and this is so important, is they see problems before they develop. Leaders see problems before they develop. Successful leadership avoids potential problems. Now, look, we can learn from our mistakes, and that's great. It's good to learn from our mistakes. Um, when something bad happens, you know, that should be the first thing. Okay, what can we learn from this, and what, 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 what can we learn not to, you know, so that this doesn't happen again? Um, and understand, you know, good leaders understand mistakes are going to occur, but the good leader also takes steps to prevent the big mistakes from happening. The book of Proverbs in the Bible says, a prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. So, so we talked about the leader being able to see further down the road than those around them. Well, part of the benefit of seeing further down the road is they see potholes before they get to them. They see um, speed bumps before they get to them. They see the, the, the issues that they may come upon before they get to them. And, and this, is, this is a skill that every leader can learn and every leader must learn. What can you do to prevent mistakes from happening as much as it's within your power? Obviously, things are going to happen. You're dealing with people. Um, you know, there's, there's never a way to prevent mistakes totally. But there are some things that the leader does have the potential to avoid and to steer around. Um, the effective leader will steer their team around potential minefields 
rather than just plowing through and hoping that they don't get blown up. So leaders see problems before they develop. Number three, leaders see ability in other people and know how to help them reach it. You know, we're talking about vision. We're talking about leaders seeing what others do not. One of the greatest leadership skills that you can ever develop is knowing how to develop other people, knowing how to mine the gold in those around you. You know, one of the interesting characteristics of our church and many of the other churches in our movement is uh, most of our leadership is developed from within. Uh, I can't think of a single situation where leaders were hired from the outside. Uh, People are always raised up from within. And this includes the senior pastor all the way down to other roles, the youth pastor, worship folks, um, pretty much every position you can think of. Every single person has been raised up and developed from within. And that takes intentionality, it takes work, and it takes great leadership. The best leaders are those that are actively developing other leaders. They're constantly seeking to reproduce themselves, and they're securing themselves. They're not intimidated by other strong leaders. We've all worked for those leaders who felt like they always had to be the smartest person in the room, and they always had to let you know that they were the smartest person in the room. When in reality, a good leader is is very comfortable in their own skin, and he's also or he or she is also very comfortable in not having to be the smartest person in the room. Um, I heard uh, President George W. Bush say, and this is the President of the United States, he said, look, I don't have to be the smartest person in the room. My job is to surround myself with people who are smarter than I am. He said, my job is to make decisions. He said, I'm a good decision maker. He said, I'm going to get the best information I can from the smartest people I can, and then I'm going to make the best decision I can. And I thought, you know, that's a man who's secure in his own skin. So leaders see ability in others, and they know how to help them reach it. Uh, Effective leaders are always mining for gold in those around them. Um, They may not look like they're a great leader, but a good leader can see deeper than just skin deep and know how to help them develop. Um, They also provide potential leaders with opportunities to learn, to grow, and develop their own leadership skills. How do they do that? Well, they send them for training. They give them more responsibility. They um, very intentionally help them develop. Uh, when I was a police officer and, and started getting promoted to different positions, uh, especially sergeant and then lieutenant, um, I tried to do everything I could to help those around me elevate their own leadership. Often that meant giving them responsibility, showing them how to do what I did. And then when they were eventually promoted, they were already doing the job that they had been promoted to do. So look for ways that you can uh, see potential in others and then help them reach that potential. So just a quick recap of those things. We said leaders see the big picture, they see problems before they develop, and they see ability in other people and they know how to help them reach it. Now how can I, as a leader, develop these skills? Number one, ask questions. Be a listener. Um, You know, that's number one and two. Number one is ask more questions. Number two is listen more. Learning how 
to ask the right questions, to, to probe deeper into what's going on in the organization is an absolutely vital skill for every leader. Because often people don't want to tell the boss what's really going on. And so it requires asking the right kind of questions. It requires listening and uh, hearing what the answers are. And then often it, it, it involves asking a follow-up question. And obviously there's got to be some good communication skills here that we don't have time in this lesson to talk about. But if the person you're asking the question to is worried about you blowing up or getting angry or not really listening or being impatient, um, you're probably not going to get a good answer. But if you've become a good listener and you've, you're not looking at your phone, but you're focused on the person, you're listening to them, um, then, then they're going to have the courage to talk to you. If they know that they can share things without um, threat of reprisal, they're going to share things with you that you need to know. So ask more questions, ask the right questions, and listen more. Put your phone in your pocket, focus on the person that you're talking to, let them know that that's an important conversation. That's a huge leadership move. I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a professional leadership move. When you're focused on talking to somebody that's lower in the organization and they know that they've got your undivided attention, you're going to learn so much from that conversation. So number one, ask more questions. Number two, listen more. Number three, walk around. Obviously, you can't ask questions and you can't listen unless you're out walking around. So make a point to be seen. Um, go walk around. Talk to people. And it doesn't have to be. Every conversation doesn't have to be work-related. Every conversation, you don't necessarily be, have to be asking questions and digging for things. But if you just walk around, build relationships with the people, talk to them, you're going to learn so much and your vision is going to increase. And then as we said, number four, give people a chance to try something new. Give people a chance to try something new. Give them more responsibility. If you want to develop other leaders... You've got to give people a chance to grow. So I'm going to stop there. Um, I hope this helps. Um, and just let me close with this question. How far can you see? If you're focused on just what's in front of you, leadership is always going to be a very elusive thing, and it's always going to be a struggle. But when you can learn to see beyond what's just in front of you, look further down the road, your leadership ability is going to increase exponentially. Well, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, leave a question or a comment in the comment section for today's post, and let's keep the conversation going. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. I'll see you next week on Leading and Learning.